Hello and welcome to Harold Hay. It's Corey Vaughn with Adam Samaha. And today we are talking about Partners. It's written by Jonathan Greenberg and Steve Vixton and directed by Dan Pavanmeyer and Julie Murphy Hashiguchi. Um, should we apologize first? Oh yeah. So um, you may notice a loud hum in and out of this episode. We are recording in a wonderful location that um, has an air conditioning unit that we have no control of. So it'll randomly, you'll randomly hear it in the background throughout the episode. Spoiler alert, it's very hot in California. Things are burning. Literally, yeah, I mean, that's, it's not Li- funny. It's, no. It's, it's, it's pretty problem. scary, actually. It's a problem. Um, but it's also just like regular hot, too. It's like 95 degrees every day. Um, so the AC's here running, running so hot. So we're, we're lucky to be able to have a cool 67 degree studio right now. No sweats. <laughs> just, yeah, slight chill in the air. But you also will hear the hum of the th- thing that's creating the cool air for us. You'll also hear the hum of us. That's We're true. talking about Harold today. Um, and this is, the episode's fine, but we, but there's some, We did a great job. We did. Um, there's some pretty fun music that we get to listen to and, and talk about. Um, and Frank Sinatra's, re- oh my oh, gosh. Oh, there's that AC See, right that's, now. That's there an you example. Go. That's what you will hear. Um, we, we've got our favorite Frank Sinatra knockoff, Dino Spumoni, making his grand return to Hey Arnold. Um, yeah, we talk about masculinity and, um, partnership and, uh, relationships and binaries and love and creating art and music. That's right. Um, it's a, it's a fun episode. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy. Remember to rate and review, email us. And also this is the last episode we're recording for season two. Um, and unless we get a million dollars in one week, we will not bring this effing show back on the air. Uh, Arnold, uh, I called you Arnold. Uh, Adam is not true. I'm broke. Yeah, that's true. Um, we will be back. Um, we're already thinking about what we want to do for season three. So, um, But we'll talk more about that at the end of the episode um, for now. Uh Craig, come on the show. If you haven't watched this episode yet, it's on Hulu. We don't bring that up much anymore because you've been with us for so long. Uh, it's on Hulu Plus. Um, the episode is called Partners, once again. Um, yeah, enjoy enjoy the show. All right, thank you. Enjoy. In Partners, we revisit Dino Spumoni, Hey Arnold's Frank Sinatra Dean Martin knockoff. But before he arrives, we find Arnold and Gerald signing up for the PS118 talent show. Gerald's not really into it, but Arnold is all in. And he starts listing all the things that they could do, even though Gerald's a naysayer. Cut to Arnold, Gerald, Grandpa, Grandma. They're trying to figure out what Arnold and Gerald could do. Uh, But wait, on the news, we find out Dino Spumoni and his longtime partner, Don Reynolds, have broken up. Why? We don't know. We're probably going to find out soon. Meanwhile, Grandpa and Grandma dance to a song uh, about (laughs) punching each other uh, or something. Lovingly. Lovingly. Basically, the lyrics go, uh, you better not touch my gal or I'll knock you in the kisser, pal. We've heard it before in previous episodes. punching each other. Not punching each other, punching their true love's lover, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Anyway... The song's adorable. They, uh, but then we move on very quickly. When who shows up? Dino. He's there to get back to his roots. He started in that boarding house and he's returned. 
to try to figure out what kind of music he wants to write. Uh, so Arnold and Gerald, um, while Dino's settling in, uh, Arnold and Gerald go and try to figure out what they're going to do for the talent show. Uh, meanwhile, guess who else shows up? Don Reynolds. Same thing. He wants to go back to his roots to figure it out. Uh, they're not happy that they're in the same building, of course, because they're in a fight. Um, maybe it's foreshadowing of Arnold and Gerald's relationship later. Maybe. I don't know. Spoiler alert. It is. It's, it is. Um, so uh, throughout the episode, we hear uh, two different versions of a song. Uh, one is Dino uh, singing about a crummy leather shoe. The music is beautiful. It's very uh, swing town. Uh, it sounds like um, big band stuff. Uh, but he can't write lyrics worth crap. And Arnold even calls him out. Um, but Dino said, who asked you? Slams the door. Bye. Uh, Gerald gets asked by Don, hey, come listen to mine too. Um, Don has lyrics that are technically poetic. Um, we can talk about that later. Um, but the music and the singing is so bad. Again, Gerald calls him out. Uh, Don gets upset. They move on. Um, so... While Don and Dino are having uh, their crisis of faith, uh, we see um, Gerald and Arnold, uh, their friendship is having a crisis as well. Um, uh, they can't figure out what to do for the talent show. Um, but but uh, that brick wall does stop them, and they like break up, and as the viewer... Oh, wait, it's a mirror of what's going on with Dino and Don. Uh, so while Arnold and Gerald are pissed off at each other for not figuring out what to do for the talent show, they each um, once again visit with Don and Dino. Uh, and this time, Don and Dino are a little bit more humble about uh, what's going to happen uh, to their careers. Uh, you, uh, uh, Arnold overhears Dino trying to play his song, but halfway through the song, he breaks down crying uh, and admits... I'm nothing without Don. I can't do it without my writing partner. Um, and Arnold encourages him, hey, maybe talk to him about it. And Dino says, no, I'm too full of pride. Uh, same thing happens with Gerald and Don. Gerald passes Don um, playing his shitty song in the um, park. Cats are meowing uh, along with him. And the same thing happens. He breaks down halfway through um, yelling to nobody. Uh, Dino uh, is an amazing writer and I need him. Um, and once again, Gerald, just like Arnold, Gerald calls out Don. Um, Don says, no, I'm not going to talk to Dino. Uh, it'll never work. Um, and this brings Arnold and Gerald back together. And not only are they back together, they have an idea about how to match make these old friends. Uh, cut to the talent show um, where they decide uh, to play their, the, these two songs combined into one they invite both don and dino to uh the talent show um these old legends hear the song that they wrote apart but together sung by these two adorable kids and they cry they make up uh and all is back to normal arnold and gerald are together and dino and don and that is partners i tried to go through that fast um so we could get to the juicy stuff um you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so the music in this is really fun. Uh, the story is okay, especially when you think of like the the easy storyline that they're doing, which is um, th- like 
things apart work better together um, and kind of mirroring it in that regard. Uh, but um, the music is super fun. And I think there is some interesting like uh, stuff to talk about that's a little more complicated than that simple, simple storyline. Um, anything you, anything stand out to you that you liked or what do you think? Um, I don't know. I feel like th- this is like a very, it's a really simple narrative and I think there's something to that. That's really nice. And there are sometimes it's well constructed. It's, yeah. it's like, there's not a fault in it, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's well constructed narrative. It's very simple. And I think there are times in this show where that occurs and it's, and it, with not so great results. Mm-hmm, and I think, mm-hmm. like you said, this isn't one of those episodes. Right, right. It's a very simple, yeah, it's very simple, but it's enjoyable. Um, Dino is like a, a very beloved secondary character. Uh, he comes back over and over um, in the show as kind of a blowhard, New York style, mob style, Frank Sinatra guy. And um, it's fun to see kind of his like the Omega to his alpha or his beta. I'm sorry, his the beta to his alpha um, in Dawn. Um, because they both are, are like super cocky and like determined. Um, but, uh, one is a blowhard and the other is like super awkward and, and kind of quiet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think really the winning, the winning, um, thesis style line does go to Dino. Um, and it, it, I was joking while we were watching it that he's a little bit, um, He's a little Trumpian in that he just sort of speaks from the gut uh, and um, is definitely a blowhard um, and says things that are not. And I'm not talking about true in the sense of like, um, like, oh, he's so wise, like accidentally revealing a truth about himself um, and not really like noticing it. Um, And that happens in this episode. And I think uh, it's the thesis um, moment. So let's listen to it. Who am I kidding? I speak without thoughts, crazy words. But a guy's got poetry in him, and all I got is crummy leather shoe. Are you all right, Dino? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not crying. I just got something in my eye. And if you tell anybody different, I might have to have you capped. Not that personal. It's just I'm old-fashioned. I won't tell anyone. You know, kid, there's nothing in this world like a good partnership. Your partner's more than just a partner. He's a friend. Uh, Somewhere along the line, me and Don forgot that. Why don't you tell him? No, I can't do that. I'm too proud and full of myself to admit I was wrong. Sure, without Don, I'll probably destroy my career and wind up a broken, lonely, penniless shell of a man. But at least I'll have my pride. Partner's a special thing, kid. Don't forget that. Well, first, that song is funny uh, because the music is very good and the lyrics are very bizarre and surreal. (laughs) And I like that this blowhard is singing about having a crummy leather shoe like it's there's this like his lyrics are so on the nose it's just like things the way that they are yeah yeah you need a big tattoo you need some food to chew and it's coming from this guy who is so cocky and full of life um and he's singing about this like non-essential essential i guess well and i think it it shows you I mean, there's many different types of creativity, and I think that's like what they're kind of talking about totally, as well in yeah, this. Yeah. And 
Uh, it's funny because it kind of goes back to what you're saying about just his general personality, which is he's got like this old New York attitude. Yeah. And it's like he has um, a type of masculinity that's very much associated with like old New York. Right. And even like his, it, when he's being creative and he's uh, thinking of lyrics uh, yeah. in, in sort of an improvisational way because he's just playing. Um, I mean, maybe he wrote them down as the character. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. It's no. hard to tell. No, no. Um, He's totally thinking of like, what are like guy things to yes, sing about? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's very much in line with his personality and yeah. who he is as a character. Yeah. And so they're kind of like a few moments. The clip's a little long, but the reason we included all of it is because it, it kind of goes through a nice... Um, uh, cycle of uh, this pathetic man. Um, it starts out with just this terrible song and then him like weeping to himself about how much of a loser he is and he knows it and he's talking about it. And the second Arnold comes in, him saying, first, I had something in my eye. So that's his way of saying I wasn't crying. Crying is not a thing that I, I do. Um, and then like threatening Arnold with getting shot by like the mafia. Like who who's going to like... He says, you're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get you capped um, uh, because I'm old fashioned. There's this like, I, I mean, I think you mentioned masculinity and this is where you see that conversation the most, um, the most uh, fulfilled uh, is that like the traditional toxic masculinity is definitely um, in Dino's persona, if not his lyrics as well. Totally. And we are guessing he comes from someplace like New York and definitely yeah. at a certain point in time in a city like New York in the past, if you were somebody of note, then you were connected somehow to the mob because totally nothing, I, nothing happened like without natural was. Right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, nothing happened without them knowing about it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a nod to that. And I think that that's like one of those classic cartoon uh, for kid moments where like this is a nod for the parents and yeah. they're like oh yeah, that's yeah. like Sinatra you know he was tied to the mob <laughs> totally, and totally, like that. Yeah. so um, um, yeah it definitely serves that role but then it, but then it does uh, it does kind of boil down the episode in a really um, I, like f- funny poetic quippy way um, that isn't dumb but he kind of doesn't realize how wise he's being like he's really giving wisdom to Arnold about Arnold and Gerald's relationship Um by saying like no no I'm I'm too full of pride I have too much pride and too full of myself to ever admit to someone else that I was wrong, um, which is, I mean back to mass to- like toxic masculinity that's exactly the problem there's you know the 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 lack of humility and um, uh, uh, like giving up oneself for another um, that line is pretty powerful um, and especially coming from a blowhard like Dino. Totally, and I think in line with the toxic masculinity thing, part of that is the idea of thinking that you and you alone got you to where you are, and that you can strike it on your own. And this can mean like without, like there's no need for community, there's no need for family. Like I have my own, I did it my own, and and that's what is nice about that. Seemed like you were saying is that you're seeing like the that part of his ego just sort of fall away, Mm -hmm. and part of it Mm -hmm. is because there's nothing behind it. Like where he's going to do the thing that he's known for and he realizes to do something new in that space, he is, he's, he's not able to do that. He need yeah, he, he's like his, not only does he want to be around this other person because they are friends, but he also needs to be around this person and that want, that want and need is important. Um, there's gonna be a lot of pauses here because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of music in this episode. So let's pause really quick just to listen to um, Don's version and kind of his reveal about um, what what he's missing from Dino. Without shame. 
So, to there are a couple ways that we could go in like how to talk about um, their differences and how they work together. And I think the 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 simple version of this conversation um, is really spelled out in the episode. And and it's good. It's good for kids who are watching it and parents as well to know that like you know when you deconstruct a partnership, people bring different parts um, of the work together. Um, and so in a very basic way, uh, Dino brings uh, the melody and Don brings the lyrics. And when you put it together, it's a great song. Um, but if we're going to also think about uh, talking about masculinity, what I think is interesting is that the songs that they're writing are like this mix of romantic. And this is this is true of like any of the crooners from back then, Dean Martin, um, Bobby Darren, Frank Sinatra, uh, all those guys, they're, they're both completely and utterly what you think a man is from that time mixed with this like romantic, beautiful, sexy. Um, and it's, it's both those things, um, at the same time. And I think what I like about Dino being the alpha and Don being the beta personality wise is that it also is talking about their nuanced differences in 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 their posture towards life, um, and so you have Don, who not only is a beta, but is this like nerd who like is very specific about the things he does. He writes out these perfect stanzas that, um, again, we can talk about if it's actually good writing, but that's not that's not the point. The point is that Don is this like very specific writer, um, and so he like all the things that um, maybe a person might get made fun of or whatever, like a beta type stuff um, is still important for the full, the full picture of this song. And Dino, you have this like brash romanticism and like um, uh, from the gut improvisation. Um, And I like that improv and, um, and like, uh, you know, music theory come together for this song. Well, and I think, uh, uh, what is Dino's, what is the partner's name? Don. Don should only be judged off of Dino, right? So, like, right. compared to Dino, it, their lyrics are fantastic. Whether yes, or not, yes, that's like, yeah, 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 that's comparing what the, that's what it to the American yeah. songbook, it's yeah. not, yeah, 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 it doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really hold up too well. But um, I think, and it's, it is really funny because you almost have, uh, Don is sort of like you were saying, like a nerd. And he seems right. like there's a part of him where poetry obviously isn't mechanical, but the way that he writes his lyrics very is very mechanical. Yes. It's like, it's almost like a math problem. It's, it's just true. Yeah. Without Oliver Hardy, Stan Laurel wouldn't show. That's just true. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just picking two people throughout yeah. history yeah, in yeah, some, yeah. some way that they need each other. And then, you know, the chorus is, but, and I need you basically, or without you. I'd be yeah, nothing, yeah. I'm nothing without, yeah, without you. Without yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, <laughs> so in a way, like 
even in his songwriting, it's just it's just that he's better than Dino, and Dino has the sort of quote charisma and those right, sorts of things right. that like a Sinatra type would have. Yeah, and so he's the kind of character where like I mean, this is. I don't know. It, it's like the kind of the guys want to be him and the girls want to, and the ladies want to be with him. Sort D- of Dino. Dino. Yes. That's yes. sort of the role that he plays. Um, and that is definitely not what Don has, but if you can combine his like technically good lyrics, like in the sense yeah, that they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're functional yes. uh, with, yeah, yeah. with whatever Dino has, then they're a great team. And then, yeah, they yeah it, the show. it's, it, it just feels like it's more than just like how to write a good song. It's, it's like how to, it, it is how to make a good partnership. It is how to make a good song, but it also is about like the many facets of manhood yeah. um, and the many facets of, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it, I think it's singing about, um, you know, especially Dino saying I'm old fashioned. It's almost like, Oh, like only wusses cry. And there's, there's a, that, that pulls you into the conversation of, well, okay, well, what does it mean to be a man then? If, if you're not allowed to cry, what does it mean? And, the song is it takes both both together to 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 be the full man you know well and that idea of like honor above all else Hmm. is a very old-fashioned which is basically what he's saying yeah that's right yeah and so dino Dino saying Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and then more of don more just like takes offense to it Mm -hmm. like i'm a professional like this is my craft Mm -hmm. don't tell me how to do my craft yeah yeah i mean whereas Uh, Dino takes it more, yeah, just like kind of a very obvious sort of masculine, like this is a confrontation, right? You know, right. That right. should be like uh, settled in a violent fashion. Yeah. You know, um, we can maybe loop back to partner stuff later. I do want to ask, this is a uh, more of like a socio- sociological question. Um, what do you think about uh, big time stars going back to their roots to like, like mine um music out of it i don't know like i think Cause that's a regular that's a thing uh, like yeah, it's yeah. especially more so within pop and hip-hop than like big band but but i feel like popular music there is that idea of like oh that person's out of touch like he doesn't yeah rem- he or she doesn't remember what it was like to live in this neighborhood or that neighborhood like you're still jenny from the block as jlo said yes yeah yeah um i don't know i'm sure that that happens i think it probably, I think it, ha- I don't know. That's such an interesting thing. I think. Did I, did I stump you? Did I? A little bit, but not, I don't know. I'm trying to, well, because I'm like, now I'm thinking of like major, like musician, popular musicians and, and how they do that. And I think what's funny is, um, I, I think this is just how creative work is thought about in general is there's an idea that like to do good work, you have to struggle. That's like a, a mode of thought. But then there is other people that think like you really need almost rigidity and stabil- yes, hyper stability yes, yeah. in order to flourish in a creative mm-hmm. fashion. And I think that is sort of both of those are sort of debatable. And then you realize it just depends on the person, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. like you think of like J-Lo or uh, J-Lo, Beyonce and and um, and Jay-Z, they are such big s- they're a big deal all over the world. Right. That they there is they're international. Yeah, there is no place that they can go where they can be the way that they were before they were famous. Right. Like right. that's an impossibility. Yeah. And I think that to a large degree, those two specifically, and Kanye West too, have basically completely embraced that. Right, right. And even the way that they write about things and they write like seem to t- talk about themselves is more like 
operating within the space that they are now. It's very and meta. learning. Yes. yes, learning, like knowing what they know now and have the experiences and, and, and privileges that they have now, what they've learned and how they viewed things incorrectly before. Or like in, 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 in like um, sort of uh, thinking things within themselves about like, these are my emotions. This is how the people around me make me feel. This is relationship yeah. sort of things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So what I want to uh, bring up is so, sometimes I hate it and sometimes I like it. It depends on the artist, I guess. But when an artist, okay, I have the best examples. When artists say, I want to strip down and be simply me. And that's what this episode yeah, starts yeah. with. It's Don and Dino both saying separately, simply Don, simply Dino. That's the yeah. album titles, um, which is a ridiculous um a ridiculous statement uh, because, like, I think we both would agree with this view, this humanist view that you aren't simply you only sometimes. You're always you, even yeah. even when you um, are feeling like you're not you. That's still you. Like, the, the you that's judging whether you are you or not is you. I know that's a lot of yous. But, <laughs> like, when you're like, I'm not being really me. I need to be me. Well, who's saying that? Like, the person... The, the inner yeah, the yeah. inner eye is you saying that. So this idea of like, I'm just going to strip down and be simply me. Sometimes for artists it really works and sometimes it doesn't. Well, and that, that I think the, the idea of going back to your roots is sort of hilarious because it, it, it's anti-progressive in a way. And it also is just a false statement because yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't go back to where you were because you are, you've already been there and passed it. Totally. So when you like it, if a country artist leave, like if Taylor Swift went back to country, yeah. we'd be like, cool. She like is revisiting an old form. That's fine. But if she said, I'm, I'm going to go back to how I was before I was a major pop star, we'd say, well, that's impossible because you've already spent the last six years doing that. Like you can't undo that in your writing. Well, and I think even, I think there is, so I think an interest, I think there is a way that you can do it. Oh, totally. I think, I think there's but, value. There is, but I feel like it almost becomes a thing unto itself then. So, like, take, like, another mega celebrity type, like Shia LaBeouf, or LaBeouf, mm -hmm, or however mm -hmm. the fuck you say his name. He's, like, kind of a person that seems like he's been in the spotlight for so long. He did this certain type of work. And then a part of him is, like, I just want to go back to, like, creating something. And totally, messing, yes. then purely, almost in sort of a primitive fashion, like playing with forms and thinking like, I want to make art, I will do it in these specific types of way. And then still do things like, he's like he had been doing, like appearing in films and blah, blah, blah. But it's almost like the thing is not like, I want to sound the way I did, so say you're talking about music or whatever, but it's like, I want to revisit a feeling. And revisiting, revisiting a feeling is basically like going probably back to making things that you're just genuinely yeah. excited about. Yeah. It, and sometimes it feels, so the example I was going to bring up would be Lady Gaga and Justin Timberlake. I think Lady Gaga's Joanne was a sincere attempt to um, visit a certain genre of like rockabilly country folk rock, I guess. Um, basically not, uber dance electro euro pop mm -hmm. which is m more or less i mean and i i don't mean to um distill gaga to those you know those two genres but you, you know she mad at us you little monsters yeah exactly oh exactly i loved joanne that that album i thought it was really good and i thought it was um her um taking off the meat dress and putting on like normal clothes basically um pair of levi's yeah pair of, Le pair of american levi's yeah 
the other one is Justin Timberlake, and it felt like he people like mocked the Justin Timberlake thing though. I don't remember. What, I know. Oh no, it was not the good. He just did. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't liked. I mean, there yeah. were some people who like enjoyed it, but those are probably JT fans. And you know, I'm like a very casual JT fan in that I see that some of his songs are fun. I don't yeah, hate yeah. them. They're fu- yeah. they're fun. Like at a wedding or a dance party, great. Totally. Um, I would never be like I really liked Justin Timberlake. Whereas I would I would. Just, you know, I, I really liked the Lady Gaga album, and I couldn't find one song on the new album that I liked. It felt like he was trying so hard to be Mumford and Sons, when Mumford and Sons aren't even that good, and they like they like stumbled into their their fame. JT used his fame to do whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah, and I feel like that he's like like I, like all of his videos where I just want to get back to what it means to be an American man out in Montana and wear a cowboy hat. Like JT, that's never been you ever. Yeah. Like. You've been in the spotlight since you were 18 and you started in a pop band. Like you never, you were never this other thing. And, you know, I guess it's, it's true that Dino and Don come from, you know, the impoverished artist, you know, the, the artist in poverty who lives in a boarding house. Like that's okay that they're doing that. But the, the sweeping phrase of, I just want to get back to my roots is it can be problematic. I think. Totally. And I think so to, to, to bring it back to, uh, the sh- the episode, the one thing that is interesting about what we're talking about about the idea of like going back to your roots is that for these two people, these characters specifically, is they both had that same desire at the right. same time. Right. So it kind of shows like their their connectedness in a way, like their head is in the same space. Yeah. So I think that to me is like a, a sort of an important part part of the episode where it, although they're going through their own sort of journey and sort of battles and they're at odds with one another to some degree like their way of thinking about their creativity yes, is the same yes and so while they bring and this is what you're talking about earlier like the idea of how a good relationship is an, i think that when you're young you often try to find someone that like mirrors yourself right like that likes exactly what mm-hmm. i like and then part of growing up to some degree maybe this is not for everybody but the way that i think about relationships it's like you don't necessarily want someone that's exactly like you. You want someone that brings different yes, things yes. to the table so that it balances you out as a whole. And not like, I mean, it, it, the two of you together are a more dynamic thing than just one of you alone right, by, them, right, by right. yourself. And that means bringing talents and skills and modes of thinking and blah, 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 blah to the table that are, don't exist purely in, the, each, in one of them. It, it's interesting because I think to like, I guess say something that's parallel to that, that I think is connected is this episode could be viewed as, uh, uh, um, an episode of binaries like, Oh, he is this and he is this. Yeah. Um, but I think what it actually is about, it's actually not, it's a non-binary episode in saying that like, like parts make the whole totally. Um, and it's not that parts are themselves and separate and don't affect each other. They come together and create a new thing that is neither the, neither of those binary things. And so I, I, I like, and that, that goes back to the way the song is written. That goes back to their partnership. That goes back to what it means to be a human or a, or a, uh, uh, what it means to be a man, uh, in, in contemporary life. Um, all those things are actually rejecting the binary and saying it's more complex and layered than just one person's perspective that is untouched by, you know, un, untethered to the, untethered to any other thing. It's multiple tethers coming together to, to create a new thing. Totally. And I think, um, 
I think it, so. What's also interesting is both these people went on to do their own thing that was simply and put yes. their name in, uh, filled in the blank. And 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 basically, what they were trying to do is just one of them was trying to recreate what both of them had. So if if one of them would right. have gone and just become a poet because he did all the writing, that may have worked. Right. If Dino was like, I write melodies and play piano really well, I'm going to go play piano for another person right. and like right. used his skills to go do something else. But that's not what he was trying to do. Right. And that is something actually that's very relatable. Like if you are in a long relationship and then you break up and you go, yes. I, you know, I liked what I had before. I'm just going to try to find somebody that's exactly like my that's ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. That's doomed to fail most likely. Yeah. But if you go, oh, I had a great experiences, I learned about myself, and I'm going to try something different yeah. and have a brand new experience, knowing what I know huh. now, then you're more likely to succeed. And I think that that is sort of the crux of, of I mean, an important thing about this episode is that they were trying to create something that only the two of them had together. Right, right. So if they wanted to flourish on their own, it, it would have been truly simply their name. If they would have been like taken their that's individual really skills yeah, and yeah. done something in that vein, yeah. that's not what they wanted. Yeah, they it definitely um, them saying I'm gonna cre- yeah, simply Don is not simply it. Yes, no, yes. It's not simply Don totally. if he's gonna include music. It's yeah. not. It's it's the in fact it, it's not simple. It's not simple at all. It's yeah. it's not only complex because of what he wants. It's complex because of how he can get there. Totally. Um, which is a nice little, um like critical theory kind of uh, taste. Um, yeah, I really don't care about Arnold and Gerald's story in this because it, it's been kind of fleshed out a little bit in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, not this episode, this show. Like uh, there's one where they, you know, work work together in that business. There's another one where there's another one where they get in a fight. There's like two where they get in a fight. Is this the biggest fight that you see those? No, no. I think, I think the biggest one was the, was the one where they're working together. It was like. Where they're working together? Where they were working at the flower shop together. Oh, and then there was one where that, like yeah, where yeah, like yeah. all the other kids noticed it and they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, yeah, it doesn't happen often. No, it, it doesn't happen often, before. but it's happened yeah. enough to where like, okay, I know they're gonna kiss and make up later. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think the writing for the for the adults is just a little more um, fulfilling. Yeah, but like we said when we started, it's a pretty simple episode, yeah. and I think it's a good episode. But there isn't a lot of like in my I don't know from the way that I tend to think about things, there wasn't anything that really was like, oh, this reminds me of this. This makes me think of this. It's more of like normal life yeah, things, which is fine. That's good. And and I think we can, I, there are funny parts, like it's it's good comedy writing, um, uh, good character comedy writing, um, mm-hmm. which is Dino, Dino is this fully realized secondary character that has um, lots of layers. And I, I think if all this episode was was clips of like clips of him i'd be content because i think it's i think it's pretty top-notch writing but yeah the rest of the episode is like fine it's not bad at all it's very well it constructed its it serves its purpose it fills it fills a gap um and i yeah i, I like the episode um but i love the dino scenes the most yeah um and the music is really it's I'm not talking about this, the lyrics, the music itself is really pleasant. Hearing, hearing, a, hearing a piano is really pleasant and seeing animated fingers go across a piano is also very fulfilling. It's like a, uh, it's just visual trickery that I don't know how they, I mean, it's not easy to on, on a they... Nickelodeon budget to <laughs> animate that. Not that, you know what I mean? It's like, it, this isn't, um, like a, a Disney animated feature. Yeah, this yeah. is like a one-off episode that 
How do they get those fingers to move so fast? I don't know. Also, I think this might be the last episode we see of Miss uh, Slovak um, finally get rid of this. R.I.P. I bring Mr. Simmons back. Um, you have a homie. So, first question. I think we I think we can shit on Arnold this week. I'd like to see you try. Um, Gerald's right. He, Arnold's <laughs> always saying yes to everything. Like, this is once again Arnold saying yes. Uh, yeah. to a thing that he has, he has no plan. It's not like he's like, I know exactly what I want to do. Do you want to do this? Let's sign up. It's let's sign up. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Arnold, come on. Stop being that. Yeah. He needs, yeah. He needs to say no. Everyone smiles. Self-care is important. <laughs> Arnold does not have any self-care. Yeah, that is the opposite of his character. Yeah. Um, okay. So, cry, uh, cry of the week. Um, do you have any, uh, for cry of the week? I think it is probably, um, Don, hmm. I think it's probably just his character in general. Um, and I think it's because he is like in their relationship, he is very important. And I think that obviously as this episode shows without him, they wouldn't be what they are. But I think there's something slightly tragic about a figure like him in any sort of duo, especially when one is the face. Yes. Yes. Because, um, it, it yeah, and he never, and maybe he doesn't want it, but you never truly get like um, the credit. Yeah, ever. your time in the light. It just doesn't yeah. happen, and so um, I think he has not quite as far to fall as Dino does. But I think there's something slightly tragic in that. In That's really good. Yeah, his 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 skill set attempt, like the music is pathetic. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It like it. It's a, it's in a minor key first of all, so you for sure like instantly you're like oh this is not pleasant at all. Well, and it's just like basically the things that are pre-recorded in like a little Casio <gasps> keyboard. Boom, yeah, yeah, boom, it's boom. pretty great. Um, mine is Dino. Um, I know. Uh, it's like you're Don and I'm. Am I Dino in this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> we both have a little bit of Dino in us, if right. we're honest. Uh, <laughs> loud laughing and um. I think his self-admission of pride and and narcissism is so is funny, but it also, you know, him what as he's saying it, he's kind of twiddling along on the piano, and it uh, again funny, but it also the music makes you, you know, music. All types of music makes your emotions kind of flutter. And I think having the, that little tune as he's saying that that real true statement, um, I, it, I mean, it's like it's like two or three tears. It's not a full cry, but it definitely um, it makes you feel for his like he really doesn't believe in his emotional self. And he kind of um, frames that with this like beautiful really beautiful little tinkering it so he's he's speaking so ill of himself like i'm too prideful i'm too full of myself he'll never he'll never accept me as he's like uh creating this beautiful little melody well um, it's like an extension of his emotions like yeah. he starts to really dig exactly, deep into himself exactly. and it's like that's what i'm trying to say reaction yes, is to go yes. to the piano yeah and, yeah it's like so um it's such a real moment from like if you were talking with a so the difference between Sinatra, not Sinatra, 
Spumoni and and Trump, as I you know I brought Trump up earlier, the difference is that Spumoni out of his fingertips has uh, uh, beautiful music coming out of it, and Trump's fingertips are very small. Um, no, but but what I what I mean is like we're Pure shit. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're viewing this blowhard character who also has this like beautiful soul of music pouring out of him, and he's he talking, creates a good. He, cre- he creates a good, and it's he's talking so much shit on himself in front of a nine year old, um, and he still can't help but create a beautiful tune, and that I think it's a strong three tiers. It is, and just to build on that really quick before we wrap up, is I think it it is funny that. In that moment, he turns to the piano, and then in Don's lyrics, it is basically him expressing his emotions and longing for mm-hmm. Dino. And so, like, b- both of them, in a time of sort of desperation or whatever, turn to their craft in order to. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, totally. To yes, and yes. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, d- d- that is a trope in the episode, which is very funny, which is um, uh, Dino is not only a blowhard in his posture, but his words, his words are really dumb. Yeah. Um, and Don has this like elegant way of speaking mm-hmm. that, um, uh, reflects his skill set anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my favorite, uh, line from Dino is, uh, he says, my, uh, my lyrics are good, real good, which is like the worst three words of good, really good. Like not true. Um, so yeah, I, I agree that they're using, they're using what they're actually good at to express their emotions. Um, which coming together, it's what a, what a great relationship. And it makes sense that, um, yeah, it makes sense that they came back together because of that. No tears from that though. I don't really care. Yeah. They're going to be fine. They're old white men who are rich. Um, if you have the time to try to find your roots, I think you're doing all right. Great show. Finding your roots. Yeah. Um, so we do have song of the week and you know, it classic, classic, Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra. We're going to play uh, one of his classics. You will know the tune when you hear it. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, email us at hey.hairnoldhey at gmail.com. Rate and review. Um, we'll see you next season. Next season. We just finished season two. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we're, we're taking a a break but not really we're gonna jump right into recording right away but you might not hear from us uh for, for a couple a weeks while. um yeah. but we're not we're not saying we took you. a break we took months and months we're gonna start recording right away we just are gonna like work on other stuff with the dads do the podcast yes yes get some celebs in here oh, get them behind the mic yeah it'll but be let's it. not make any promises that we can't keep out of that's true maybe craig maybe maybe if we're lucky you hear me craig Craig, if you're out there. Yeah. And we know you're listening. We know you've listened to every episode five times. We know that every review is from you. Maybe he's like a YouTube kind of person. Ooh. We'll it's see. That'd be true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, enjoy Old Blue Eyes. Um, Send us money and uh, praise. Oh, yeah. Rate and review, please. It's please. so easy. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me. Let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. 
Come on, fly with me. Let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide starry-eyed. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so near. You may hear all the angels cheer because we're together. Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day. Just say the words and we'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay. It is perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away.